안녕하세요. You're listening to Four from On One podcast. Hello, everybody. 새해 복 많이 받으세요. Alrighty, welcome to Four from On One podcast. We've just had our solar break. We'll have a quick chat about that. We talked about it on the previous podcast. You can check it out on all podcast apps, and also we're putting all our videos up on YouTube as well with a bit of a backing. Geo, how was your solar new year? It was an eventful one. I actually had a lot of fun these past few days. How was yours? <laughs> Mine wasn't eventful. Oh, but, sorry, uh, do you want to explain some stuff that you did? I saw you put a great video on uh, Instagram. It was really nice. I did. Yeah. You got a lot of hits already. I'm really surprised. Yeah. It's very cute. And I'm sure a lot of people would enjoy it. So go onto Instagram and have a look. The family's dressed up in the hanbok and um, mm-hmm. doing yeah. some bowels and stuff. Yeah, um, I, I didn't have mine. I didn't get it washed. <laughs> I've had it about eight years, never washed it once. So I got to get it cleaned. Yeah. yeah. What color is it? Pink? It, no, it's red, white, and blue. USA. Oh. How about you, <laughs> Do you have a hanbok at home? No, I don't have hanbok in uh, like since I was 18 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Too old for that. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, so. I dressed up in once in Jonju and I was in blue. I couldn't, I can't do pink. Yeah. <laughs> Pink's not my color. What about you, Hock Jun? What did you do? You're still on vacation. We go, I go back to school tomorrow, but you're still on vacation for the rest of the week. Yeah. Oh, pity you guys. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. 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 My holidays uh, until next, uh, like coming Sunday. So um, I'm still in my sister's home to taking care of my nephews and luckily yeah they're in bed so i have this great opportunity to you know chatting with you guys and uh how are you as a uncle are you mean uncle do you give them presents the best it's the best and like well my nephews just loves me like they always (laughs) laughing on me and then they try to you know like do something with me Uh, and the uh the second one is i say infant but um like every time i face her she's just smiling at me smiling back then trying to grab me ah oh, she's cute. so beautiful cute did you give her money this year as a little gift from the <laughs> uncle a little generous uncle you nah <laughs> i bought her some uh, new clothes see uh, that's more important mm-hmm. that's nice this past saturday i know you guys saw the photos for this but my family and i we went to a a photo shoot for my wife's uh, maternity she always wanted a maternity photo shoot um we're expecting mm-hmm. our second child this upcoming april um it is a boy um so i'm pretty stoked about that having a daughter and a son get to carry on the family name but my wife we didn't get a chance to have a maternity photo shoot when we were living in the us so i know my wife was like really stoked about this she's all about taking photos me i i could care less I like being, you know, <laughs> behind the camera rather than in front whatever. of it. Whatever, I see. So whatever. I mean, I'm man. photogenic, but I won't go yeah. out of my way. I'm, I'm just not vain. You know, vanity is just not for me. It's, it's not for me at all. Um, vanity? Vanity, yeah. It's, you know how it's big here. Yeah. Yeah. That's... You know, come on. There's mirrors <laughs> everywhere in elevators, bathrooms, buses, taxis. There's a mirror everywhere in Korea. You have to look good 24-7. But the point I'm trying to make is, that was a blast. We had fun. Mm. I felt bad because of my daughter, she was just coming down with a cold and she was kind of feeling miserable that day, but she was just a little trooper. And we got through it despite all the tantrums, the kicking and the screaming, the photos just turned out really nice, really wonderful. And then on Monday and Tuesday, we went to my uh, in-laws. That's where you saw the video of us dressing in their hanbok. 
Uh, we ate lots of food. We played Yutnori. We talked about that, I believe, in the fourth episode, our solo yeah. episode. Um, I lost. Mm-hmm. I lost forty bucks. You know, forty bucks. It's a gambling game. Yeah. So we gamble. We we play it. So it's ten yeah. bucks a round. And my brother-in-law just kicked my ass like three games in a <laughs> row. And I was just losing money. And I was like, the hell with it. I I don't want. I don't gamble. Two. I just hate losing. Like I I hate. I despise. I loathe losing. So I didn't want to lose my cool. So I was just like, all right. I lost forty bucks. My wife came. She took over my spot. She won twenty bucks back. But you know, that was kind of a little win. And then we had her friends come over and they actually stayed the night, uh, Monday night. We hosted them at our place. They had a six month old and it was just adorable having a little baby in the house again. You know, I'm kind of going through like that baby fever stage. So yeah. I was really excited to, you know, meet them because it's been a while. They uh, actually invited us to their wedding a year ago and we performed at their wedding. My wife and I, we sang a whole new world and really? oh yeah. Now I, forgive me. But, you got video uh, of that proof? Uh, my wife does. Yes, <laughs> my wife. She does. Um, she's not oh, the really? best singer in the world. Uh, I'll I'll admit, but you know me, I rock the joint. It was great. So it was like a perfect balance. And yeah, so they they visited us and uh, gave us a lot of gifts. We exchanged gifts, a lot of baby clothes, and uh, it was yeah, it was just a great great weekend, long extended weekend. It's cool, man. Like uh, obviously the family growing. That's a massive event. Massive, uh, bigger than any mm-hmm. Olympics and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, we wish you luck with that for, for Thank sure. You. Alrighty, boys. So this weekend's, if you love sports, a big weekend. I think it's gone a bit under the radar this year, the Winter Olympics. But in Friday, the Winter Olympics starts. I'm actually watching just before we started recording. Australia is playing America in curling. You've, <laughs> you guys, uh, who thinks going to win? Australia or America in curling? America, naturally. <laughs> naturally. This is the first time. Well, I'm, I'm rooting for Australia, but I'm yeah, like, uh, <laughs> like, America will win, I think. They they have more winters. We always win. <laughs> no it's the first time Australia competing in curling, so it's quite special. I think they have the they have some Canadian ancestry, that's why. But um, we'll take it. We'll take anything we can get right, <laughs> in <yeah>. Winter Olympics. <laughs> um, so yeah, boys, it starts on Friday. Hokjun Korea is pretty competitive in Winter Olympics. What's some sports that yeah, Koreans love to watch and participate in and good at? Well, it's uh, definitely a uh, short track. It's yeah. uh, speedy skating, like the lane. Yeah, yeah. Like they Korea always, is, I, I think Korea is like always winning, like strike, uh, like six, seven Winter Olympics in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every single year. Every single year. I remember when I used to go <laughs> ice skating at that one place in Anyang, I would always see kids as young as maybe four or five, like just practicing with coaches. Like they just start super early. That speed skating sport, right? The ones like the single blade. Yeah. 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 And they're just race right yeah, yeah. yeah. Every single, that is their sport. They're so proud of that. They dominate. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think last Olympics for you guys, you had a pretty good figure skating team. Yeah. Is that right? Was it last Olympics? Do you remember? I think it was, uh, yeah, still in the last Olympic, but um, uh, I think the uh, that Olympic was in Canada, I think. Oh, it really? was quite strong. Yeah. 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 So Yuna Kim's first uh, Olympic debut. And oh, Yuna Kim. She won the yeah. ah, Kim Yuna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Kim Yuna was like a big international star. Wasn't there like a controversy at the last one where she was competing and then she only won the silver? I think she was competing with the, the Russian and the Russia got gold in the Moscow Olympics yeah. in 2014, Sochi. It was like, not, not a yeah, scandal, Sochi. but it was supposed to be like she was guaranteed to get the gold and then she got silver. You know, it's just like heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. 
I was just going to say that my favorite sport is is hockey. As you all yeah. know, I'm from Chicago, so we're a big uh, hockey team, the Blackhawks. So every mm-hmm. Winter Olympics, I just enjoy watching hockey the most. Oh, actually, I hate the Blackhawks. Oh, you do? Every, okay. Well, F you too then, huh? <laughs> when I lived in Vancouver, in uh, Whistler, yeah. uh, the, the Vancouver team was really, really good. Canucks, yeah. Two out of three of those years. Uh, the Chicago knocked us out in the yeah. finals. So that's right. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. Better recognize. <laughs> you, know, you, yeah. just, you just make Gio happier. <laughs> yeah, well, the only thing that made me unhappy was being uh, in Korea both times that the Hawks won the Stanley Cup in 2013 and 2015. I was here celebrating in my classroom with my students. I think there's always mixed feelings with Olympics. Like I know I remember in Sydney Olympics before Olympics, everyone's worried about the budget and all this stuff. And then same in Vancouver. I think Hokjun same here in korea everyone before olympics is yeah. very negative towards olympics but once it gets yeah, going sure. everyone starts to grow into it and appreciate it and like sydney olympics i think was massive to put australia on the map i think some of the other olympics after that wasted their money um athens and brazil and stuff like that mm. what about korea korea is a bit unlucky because like i said in one podcast i don't think people know korea is really good for skiing and snow and cheap cheap skiing as well and I, unfortunately, coronavirus sort of got in the way of tourism, I think, for their Olympics um, profile, I guess, their tourism, yeah. Now, when did they host that? Was that back in 2018, early 2018s, yeah. about four years? Oh, obviously, right, every four years. Yeah. Okay. And what was the turnout? Because you said you were there, right? Yeah. Was it, was, it, was it, it was massive? massive. It was, okay, so yeah, it, was it was massive. Great. And Aaron had a good vibe. And I, obviously, I think the snow wasn't the best quality, but it always happens in every Winter Olympics. There's always the worst yeah. year in whatever place it is. I think uh, <laughs> Beijing, they're struggling too with snow. I haven't seen it recently, but yeah. Well, did you but, hear that they're going to make their own snow for the Beijing Olympics? And they received kind of backlash against they that because they said it was going to be bad for the environment. Whatever method they were going to use is supposedly unorthodox. And yeah, they received backlash for that. But I get it. We're kind of like in this like yeah. global warming climate crisis and there's not much snow producing. So mm. the other thing is that you have to like, you know, cut down all the tree to make the uh, slope and the uh, yeah. uh, the playing place. What should I say? The uh, like not not the stadium, but of like ski slopes and the uh, like the snow pipes and yeah. everything. So you have yeah. to cut down all the trees and then uh, you have to make the road through the mountain. So yeah, yeah. yeah Korea did some unique things. Like their opening ceremony was in a temporary stadium. That's it, and they just rip it down straight after. Like. I could have just done that in Seoul or something. And then uh, the ski jumping, I, they would go down and land into the soccer field. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. That. Australia was pretty good. Like most of the stuff, I actually, my university was based on the Australian Sydney campus where all the Olympic events were. So we used the athletics track, Ooh. the swimming track, um, the tennis courts, the indoor volleyball, the gymnastic warm-up centre, so we made use of it. And I think Australia did pretty good in using the infrastructure that was spent on the Olympics. Um, I've seen some videos of Brazil and uh, Athens. It's pretty sad and a lot of wasted money. Yeah. That's anyway, so moving on, boys. One World Cup, uh, going on to the Football World Cup, Soccer World Cup. We're talking about big events in this uh, podcast. And we're going to talk about festivals and concerts a bit later. But I thought because Olympics coming up, we should talk a bit, little bit about events. I got to go to the Sydney Olympics, Vancouver Olympics, and Pyeongchang Olympics. World Cup, Hokjun, the biggest World Cup that I remember as a kid was the 2002 World Cup here in Korea. Yeah, Do you yeah. remember it? Yeah, um, I, was, I was quite young at that time. I was like 14 or something. 
I was in the second year of middle school, but um, it was great vibe. Like everybody enjoyed it. It was crazy. It was crazy all the night. Like yeah, for Koreans. Yeah, you made semifinals. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. Like I remember as a kid watching it. I was 2002, so I was actually not a kid, but year 12. So um, it was the first World Cup that was in our time zone. So we would, even though Australia wasn't in that World Cup, we didn't make the. We've made the following World Cup. Uh, everyone was talking about all the games, really good quality games, that World Cup, um, the atmosphere. And I think it's probably the first World Cup that really put Korea on the map with football, yeah? Like you had that one player that played for Manchester United. Was that about the same time, I think? She's uh, on Park. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah, so it was good fun. I was very lucky. Australia made our first World Cup in 30 years, the following World Cup in Germany. Then in 2010, after living two years overseas, I went to the South Africa World Cup. I don't know if you boys remember much about the South African World Cup. I remember watching that. I didn't know there was a World Cup in 2002 in Korea. Again, I didn't know the place existed. American <laughs> education. You don't know anything else other than Canada. Wow. And Mexico. I know. How sad, huh? How sad. <laughs> and uh, the 2010 World Cup, I don't know if you guys remember, it's all for the Vuvuzelas, like the horns. Yeah, the horns. <sighs> yep. Yep. Yeah, that it was, was terrible. <laughs> yeah, but it was great fun. We, I got to see my mates for the first time in two years. So we had a great time. We booked out a cricket uh, field in Durban in South Africa. 2,000 Aussies camped on this cricket ground. Oh boy. And we just, even in the middle of the winter, we got to walk to the beach and we did a safari. And um, yeah, it was a great time. Awesome time. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, any other big events that you guys really love? Like, what about the Super Bowl, Gio? Do you have much love for the Super Bowl? It's coming up next week too, I think. That's right. It's the first Sunday of every February. And yep. uh, I believe it's, it's going to be the Rams and the Bengals. So that's actually pretty exciting. Yeah, they beat my 49ers. Yeah, I was actually glad because they beat my Cowboys. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so uh, well, I, mean, I like to drift the Cowboys, but I'm a more of a Bears fan. Um, but this, yeah, this upcoming Sunday, I'd like to watch. Well, it's going to be Monday hour time. Um, yeah, so if I could stream it somewhere or maybe I could just do that, that NFL game pass for like a day, uh, I think that should yeah. be okay. Um, but I, I'm not really big into sports now that I'm living abroad. I know when I yeah. first came to Korea 10 years ago, me and a couple buddies, we actually kind of split a, an account together and we were just watching you know, the games every week. Mm. Um, but no, if anything, I'm going to probably go, it's always the underdogs. And I think this year is going to be the Bengals as the underdogs. So I'm definitely mm. going to be rooting for them. Because I don't think they ever, mm-hmm. ever won a Super Bowl in franchise history. Oh, yeah. Because I know the Rams, they used to be St. Louis Rams, but now they're Los Angeles Rams and they won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. as uh, Kurt Warner was their quarterback. Again, this could be wrong. I'm not sure. It could be 2000. <laughs> I should probably fact check this. And if you are expats or even Koreans, like a uh, great place where Park Jun lives is uh, in Etaewon and they do have a lot of different uh, country pubs. So if you want to watch the Super Bowl, there's plenty of pubs that put on the Super Bowl, ice hockey, NBA, Olympics, maybe will be on, but the World Cup for sure. Anything, even there's a bar that does all the rugby for Australians and South Africans and Kiwis. Um, there's a bar that does that. So if you come yeah. to Korea or if you're in Korea, in Seoul particularly, go down to Etaewon. There's plenty of places or HBC. I think it's called the workshop or the woodshop. Mm-hmm. The workshop? The woodshop. Uh, workshop is a uh, South African theme. Yeah, uh, they show the they show the rugby. They have really good pies, actually. I love that place. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's and there's some live yeah. music as well. So it's pretty good. Um, yeah. Any other big events, boys, you want to talk about? Or should we go on to music? I think everyone loves music, so we could move on. Uh, a music concert makes my 
year. Like just one concert makes me so happy. Uh, obviously, coronavirus. There's nothing happening here in Korea right now with Not concerts all. or festivals. What about before pre-COVID? Is there any big music festivals that or concerts that you just will live for, with you forever? Yes, I attended the Soul Jazz Festival uh, two mm. years in a row in 2015 and 2016, and that was held near, uh, I believe, Olympic Park in the Songpa mm. district. Um, that that was massive. It was like three days of uh, just concerts, live concerts. I saw Mika there. I saw Gregory Porter. I saw, again, if you, if you don't know jazz, you're probably not going to know these artists. Um, Esperanza Spalding, she was amazing. Uh, what was the other guy who plays the trumpet? So uh, Arturo Sandoval. So that was great. You just kind of, it was like kind of like Woodstock, you like camp down the grass, just drinking beer and just soaking in the sun. So that was pretty epic. And then another thing that I attended, it wasn't really a concert, but they had this event at Kintex, was actually down the road for me now, um, out here in mm-hmm. Ilsan. They actually had this like Michael Jackson exhibit, like this performance. So they did like a performance of like all his songs going back from like Motown up to when he became like a solo artist. And I was like a big Michael Jackson fan, like huge before all the HBO documentaries came out. And you know how that went down. So now I'm not really a big fan anymore, but I still admire his music and what he did as an artist. Yeah, what about you, Hock Jun? Any major concerts that you went to before coronavirus? There was one uh, concert I really liked is Slow Live, Slow Live. Yeah. So we call in Korea Sla Sla. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it happened in the uh, Olympic Stadium in Seoul. It, I think it was like 2016 or 17 around that. Uh, at the time, there was the, uh, the original La La Land uh, orchestra came into Korea with Hans Zimmer. Yeah. So it was it was great experience that you know you can see the Hans Zimmer playing music in a live corner. Mm-hmm. That's not that is really a rare situation, you know. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's the masterpiece for the movie music. So yeah. it's like yeah, trilogy of Batman and the Dunkirk. Uh, yeah, and also the uh, lion. lion uh, what was the movie name? <laughs> lion uh, yeah, King? the Lion King. Oh, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> yeah. It was Lion King. Yeah, the circle of life. Yeah. Um, there was the um, the original the African refugee singer. He came into Korea with Hans Zimmer, and then he shared his story about like how he uh, came into. Uh, came into America as a like political refugee and how he was suffered from his situation. And then Hans Zimmer was came up to him and then asked him to, if you can sing, I can pay you. Uh, so please sing it in your, your language, the Swahili. And then, so he, he started the, uh, that was pretty good. He started that. that. Yeah. Damn good. <laughs> I yeah. to join in. That was great. Did you practice? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, no, this is my time to shine. This is my time to shine. This is my only chance. Have Do you, you need guys... an agent? <laughs> Have you guys seen Lion King on Broadway? No. Have you seen it all? Nah. I'm going to see it this Saturday. My wife oh, got yeah? tickets. Yeah, my wife got tickets. They're here. Nice. They actually, they've been here for like a couple of weeks, but they kept having to like cancel all the like opening premieres due to COVID because yeah. a lot of the actors are getting it. So they have to test like weekly. So yeah. we're crossing our fingers that everything just goes well and we can go Saturday. I think we have That'd a be good, like, showing. 
do it because I, I i mentioned the little theater shows i've only ever done that here in korea so these guys are going to hit hard. i like broadway so, yeah. i like broadway a lot i saw fan of the opera here last year can you say how much it costs how much does it cost you know uh i think our tickets were in the third floor balcony they're like 150 a pop i think oh wow so yeah. about 150 bucks yeah yeah maybe That's or maybe there's 75 i don't know they're either 75 or 150 a pop yeah yeah so from Korea, Hokjun, like obviously everyone knew Psy. I think there's some big K-pop group before that. But for me, Psy was the first Korean I ever sing I mm-hmm. ever heard of. Yeah. And that he went nuts. And now Korea has got obviously the K-pop um genre. Are you guys into the K-pop or no? No, that's a lie. <laughs> I won't jump out. I was into K-pop 10 years ago. Like when I got here, that, that's all I shouldn't say it's all I listened to, but I definitely knew some bands. I knew girls' generation, I knew um what group was a G, what what girls group i'm sorry not girls group which uh remember g dragon what group was he in uh the big bang big bang that's right bang 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 that's right yeah. so yeah the big bang I yeah. knew dragon and sister and ah, yeah i remember her. sister yeah i remember that video that alone nice. dear god there was some other one yeah. i don't remember but yeah those are the three i can just think of the top of my head and kip do you have to? your like particular uh goal group member that you really really like yeah i do i'm gonna i was gonna oh, mention on this he's getting all bashful. look at it look at his face <laughs> <laughs> my goal for this podcast is to get her on this podcast one day <laughs> oh boy right. yeah. who was her name again Susie bay i'm in love yeah uh from which uh which girl group i don't know what girl group she was in i just know her from the movie the tv shows uh, sure. the startup startup and vagabond yeah what a poser. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what girl group. Do you know what girl group she was in? I have no idea. I don't even know who that is. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I'm outdated when it comes to that nowadays. Moving on from K-Bot, like uh, Korea was getting all the big bands and big artists coming out just before Corona. I know Ed Sheeran was out here. Was I it? didn't get to go. To, yeah. Um, oh. whoop do doo uh, Green Day, I think we're just out just before Corona. I don't know if they ended up performing. Like I think Corona was just exploding when they were meant to come out. Uh, for me, I got to see Mumford and Sons November oh. 2019. So just as just before all this blew up, yeah. and they were awesome. Mm-hmm. Hong Day in Australia, Mumford and Sons would be in a massive venue. Probably same in England. I don't know about America how big they are, but pretty big, I think. But here it's just a 1,000 person stand up little bar, and it was awesome. So that was cool, Mumford and Sons. Yeah, um, that was always a goal. Mm-hmm. Overseas, I got to see Kings of Leon in Berlin when I lived in Germany. I mentioned I lived in Germany, so that was awesome. And as in Australia, all the big bands, U2, Coldplay, Killers at a festival, they were always good fun. Wow. Early, I, I miss live music. I, I live, I miss it so much. Yeah, mm. I really went. I've only been to one concert my whole life. It was one concert. I love live music, even in just a bar or a pub. Hokjun, it's it's it was just growing before coronavirus. I think it was becoming more and more common to have live music in these bars and pubs, especially in your area. Was it more common? Do you think? Uh, I think um, maybe you didn't have enough experience before, but um, in Korea, like uh, from late nineties, there's a lot of live bars around in here in Korea. So mm. I was from Daegu. It was the uh, third biggest city at that time. And in Daegu, there were like 20 live rock music bar and like 30, 40 jazz bars. So overall, like 
more than 200 live wow. music bars in that city only. So in Hongdae area, there are like more than 80 uh, rock band places oh, wow. in, in here Hongdae. in Korea. Uh-huh. Yeah, only in Hongdae. There are like small studios. So it's more known for bars. music than at Taiwan. That's where I would see all my live bar performances in Hongdae. It was there. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's mm-hmm. good to so, A little underground yeah, bars. It was, it was, it was like, live music. Actually, great. So um, there was this um, this very, very famous rock festival in Korea. It's, it's now called Pentaport, but um, yeah. it used to be a triport rock concert. Yeah. Uh, it Its lineup was crazy, like Deep Purple, like Prodigy, and the uh, Dream Theater, and the, like, you name it. Like, yeah. they all came down here in Korea. Says Hongdae. I always thought, like, Eto One walking around Eto One is not as common, I would say. Like, I, I know... Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, so that's why I had this theory in my head. It's not that popular. Well, not not popular, mm-hmm. but not common. In Daejeon, there would only be like there was a jazz bar, and then very mm-hmm. and then one little very small pub, like a foreign pub, but Koreans could go in there. But they had some live music, and that was it. Like there was only two venues that really had live music. So I thought it wasn't really a thing. But yeah, that's good to know. I've got to go to Hongdae then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think I should, you know, bring you to some good places, man. Yeah, that would be cool. Buying tickets online for these uh, concerts, do you have any recommendations of what apps you need or websites would be good to buy these tickets? Yeah, yeah. I was just say one site I used to be familiar with was this one called Interpark. Is that still a thing? Am I, am I yeah, saying Interpark. Right? Yeah, yeah, Interpark. That was the one I used to go to for my tickets. It's like the equivalent of like Ticketmaster back home. It's like where you use your one-stop shop for like... Uh, exhibitions concerts yeah. stadiums sporting times like that is it in english yeah, or in korean true. there's an english option has english yeah oh yeah. really that's yeah. good Interpark. and you can and you can use foreign credit cards and local credit card yeah i'm sure you can use paypal or something i never used uh i couldn't ever use any of my korean debit cards here online and hokjun for the, the yeah. base we went to the baseball that time what website did you use for the baseball uh, actually i used the interpart too Oh, was it? So, Inter- um, okay, so that's the place bingo. to go. Interpark is the, the biggest one in Korea. But um, I heard that, like, uh, sorry, but um, foreigners are really having a hard time to get a ticket in mm. Korea for mm-hmm. all kinds of events, right? Yes. Yeah. So for me to get those um, Mumford & Sons, I don't know, maybe it was on Melon. Is that a place to buy tickets or just listen to music? Melon is music. Just music, not to buy tickets. I don't know how. I had to actually go to the bank, and they helped right. me buy the tickets for me. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, because I was desperate. I thought it was going to sell out straight away, but I didn't sell out straight away. You want to know something I used a long time ago before I yeah. had a Korean wife to help me out with everything? There's this thing um, we talked about cacao. On Kakao yeah. Talk, there's this bot you can add called Ask Ajuma. Yeah. And it's a service that basically you can ask for anything, whether it be food delivery or tickets to shows, anything, and they will actually get it for you for a small charge. So if you want to go to yeah. like a baseball game, like, hey, I'm looking for tickets for the next baseball game for Kium Heroes, they'll tell you the dates, the time, the seats, and they'll pay it for you. Obviously, you get to mm-hmm. put in your credit card information, but yeah, they take care of that. Again, Ask Ajuma. For anyone that's here and they're lost and they need some guidance, Ask Ajuma. And you can also ask us. If you go on to our forum and private messages if you want, I'm sure Hokchun can give you a bit of a walkthrough. Yeah, we'll um, do it for free. Yeah, sure. For yeah. sure. Because that's I've said it in previous podcasts. That's probably the hardest thing. Not just buying tickets, but uh, getting uh, Yo-Yo set up. I've talked about maybe we could do a bit of a tutorial on Flog or something like that. Getting Yo-Yo set up, the food delivery or some of these stuff is a bit 
buying a bus ticket online, some of it can be a bit tricky. Yeah. All right, boys, moving on. We've racked up the minutes. Word of the day. We've been smashing out these word of the days. I actually put on a test on Instagram um, on <laughs> Wednesday. I saw that. And, uh, yeah, it was, that was it's, really, it's been really good for me to learn a bit of Korean. Obviously, my pronunciation is not great, but it's good to learn some more vocabulary. Um, That's right. With Olympics coming up, I'm putting out something on Thursday. So you guys haven't seen it yet. I'm very excited for it. I like surprises. Um, the colors. And I think most of the colors are on the Olympic flag. So, Gio, do you know your colors? Like, what's blue in Korean? I don't know. You don't know your colors? No. Oh, you're going to have to look at my Instagram tomorrow then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the colors in Korean. But, okay, Hokjun, you don't know any colors, do you? So, Hokjun, do you want to just go through some pronunciations for everyone? What is blue in Korean? Blue is parangsek. And what is red in Korean? It's a balgangsek. Balgangsek. Yeah, the sek is, uh, sek means color in Korea. So, balgangsek means red color. So, ah, balgang, just, just only balgang is, is good. But on balgangsek means, uh, it's more correct way to say the color. And what about green? So, We're going through all the rings. What's green in Korean? Choroksek. 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 And mm-hmm. yellow? Morangsek. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. And black? Almost done. Black? Black. Gamjongsek. <laughs> That's it? quite clever, Gio. Yeah. It's a black sec. Black sec. <laughs> Red sec. Orange sec. Yellow sec. And finally, what's white in Korean? It's hyan sec. All right. I'll need to study those for the next month's test because mm. I have no idea about any of them. So if you want to have a look at these words, check out our Instagram. Uh, we've got the test as well. It's good. It's pretty good for everyone to learn some Korean. I'm learning stuff. Um, Gio, what about any future vlogs coming up or website updates? Yeah, so what I did is I uploaded the second part of our adventures at Chongno Samga and Gwajang Market that was uploaded uh, yesterday. So if you're listening to this, go to our YouTube page. Check out yeah, parts look, one and two. Look for my ugly melon making a funny face. I didn't know you were going to do that. I needed the perfect thumbnail. And we always have photos of myself and Hakjun, but never of Keith. So I just figured this was his moment to shine. Yeah. All right. I'm a bit disappointed. Great choice. One. Great choice. I All right, guys. Changed. It's been good talking to you guys. Uh, go Australia and the Olympics. Go Korea too. America, I don't really cheat for. Sorry, buddy. Mm. It's all right. You can hit all you want. Count those medals. <laughs> I do right, just want to say before we love, um, just make sure you guys, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram for from on one. You can also access our website for from on one.wixsite.com slash cheers. Cheers. And, John, do you want to finish this off with the chant that Koreans do when they're at a sporting event for Korea? They have yeah, that's the one. That's the one thing uh, came out from 2002 World Cup. We clap five times. Dehamingu. Yeah, Dang. let's go, Korea. All right, later, boys. All right. Goodbye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Later. Cheers. Cheers.